All right, hey guys. So it's been a while. It's been since Memorial Day weekend since I posted anything with good reason. If you guys listened to my podcast, um, you'll see that, you know, we were, my boyfriend and I were in the process of moving and just, you know, cleaning the house, dealing with the house, unpacking. It's been a lot and trust and believe we still have so much left to do. So thank you so much for rocking with me with all my other episodes. You guys are awesome. And I wish I knew who you were that was listening to my stuff, but like, yeah, the real ones, (laughs) but this is for my mamas. So, um, today's episode, I don't know. I just, you know, I've been looking at all my son's little baby pictures and everything. And like, he's two and a half. So I was like, you know what, why not do my birth story? And I know so many mothers and so many pregnant people now, um, you know, just going on YouTube or even like on Facebook, constantly asking questions. So I just wanted to put my birth story out there, my experience, and um, just take it from there. So um, just a quick little, I don't know, like a quick little version of like my pregnancy. My pregnancy was amazing. It was so awesome. Like, honestly, if I didn't have a belly, I would have never known I was pregnant. I had no symptoms whatsoever. Um, I've never experienced um, morning sickness. I've never, like, I didn't have any cravings. Like, my pregnancy was just, (laughs) it was amazing. And then um, I found out, like, two days after Mother's Day that I was pregnant. And I was just like, what? And, like, I couldn't believe it. I, like, went to the store and bought like two or three more pregnancy tests i still didn't believe them so i went to the emergency room and then i was like okay they gave me the paperwork and i was like all right this is real we're doing this so my pregnancy was awesome um, my baby shower was like so beautiful it was really cool so here comes december you already know if you are pregnant or if you have been pregnant the last month of pregnancy is the longest it's the worst and i enjoyed it i mean i don't want to say it's the worst because i wasn't like in pain or anything i just was so anxious and i wanted to meet you know my son like i was so freaking anxious i remember being at work on google and it'll be like I don't know. I was like 24 weeks and then I was like, all right, what does my baby look like now? Can he survive? And I thank God I wasn't that stupid, but I was just so anxious and I wanted just to meet this little boy. But December comes and I'm just like, oh my God, I'm trying everything possible to pop this baby out. My due date um, was January 14th, but I got induced because I just, I was so anxious and I was annoying with my doctor. (laughs) So, um, it was December. I was like, all right, it's about to be Christmas and let's, you know, let's do the thing. So like every day at work, I would bounce on my exercise ball. You'll see my nine month pregnant ass freaking running up and down the halls, doing jumping jacks, like everything you could think of. I did. I drank midwives brew, which didn't work for me. I took castor oil straight. Didn't work for me. Like I had pineapple juice, ginger tea, uh, raspberry tea. I literally did everything and it still didn't work for me. So I'm like, what the hell? Like, so then I spoke with my doctor and I was like, listen, I want this baby out. I want to meet him. I'm like, I can't be pregnant no more. So he schedules me for an induction January 7th. 
So New Year's passes by and I'm just like, oh my God, I'm still pregnant. But now I'm like looking at my belly and I'm like, oh my goodness, like in a few more days, I'm going to meet my son. Like life as I know it will no longer exist. I'm going to be um, responsible for somebody else. I'm going to, you know, have to take care of another living being. Like he has to eat and sleep and, and all that stuff like with me, you know? So I'm like super nervous. And like, I was already in the nesting mode. Whew, let me tell you, I done cleaned his room so many times, washed the clothes so many times, folded them, picked out outfits. I must've changed my um, hospital bag like 50 times. I was ready, okay? I was freaking ready. All right, so January 6th came, the day before my life changes. And my boyfriend too, but this is more about me. <laughs> so January 6th comes and I cannot sleep. I'm tossing and turning. I just, I'm like a ball of emotion. Like I, I don't know what to do with myself. And um, I read so much online. I've watched so many videos. I've spoken to pretty much everybody in my family that all has kids. And I still just feel like everything I was told um, it doesn't compare to what happened in that hospital room. So it's like five in the morning. And I wake up, I took a shower, my hair was already straightened, and um, I got dressed, and then I wake my boyfriend up around 6.30, or maybe like 7, I don't know. We had to be at the hospital by 8 o'clock, and where I lived at the time, it was like a five minute drive from the hospital. So I woke my boyfriend up, we made coffee, and um, you know, he packed the car with um, our hospital bag, my diaper bag, which I just had like um, the baby's blanket, a folder in case I got any paperwork, which I did. <laughs> um, and just like maybe like two outfits. And then um, my uh, my boppy pillow, which is like a breastfeeding pillow for those who don't know. But I'm pretty sure if you're on this podcast, it's because you are a parent and you already know. <laughs> so he packed everything up, um, you know, with the, uh, the car seat, everything. And then he comes back inside and I'm just like staring at my belly in the mirror. And I'm like, oh my God, this is it. Like, I just had like a moment to myself, like, this is so surreal. And so um, I went into my son's room and I sat on the rocking chair and I was just like, all right, the next time I come home, it's with my son, like, this is it. So my boyfriend comes in and he was like, all right, babe, are you ready? And I'm like, yep, let's do this. So. We didn't speak the whole car ride. And yeah, it was only like five minutes, but we didn't speak at all. And we weren't mad at each other. We weren't nothing. Like, we just didn't speak. Like, I don't know. I guess I was nervous. He had things on his mind. He was probably nervous, but we didn't speak. And then um, we got to the hospital room. It was fifth floor, which is labor and delivery. And, um, you know, I had to sign myself in. Now, this was a Saturday and my doctor purposely did it on a Saturday because he was on call and he didn't want to miss my birth. So um, that's why he scheduled me. And luckily, there was only one other person, I think, at the time that um, was in labor. So it was it was me and then it was her. But um, I'm, like once I already um, got to my little 
hospital room or whatever she had already had her baby so it was really like just me it was really really like nervous i'm excited whatever so by the time i do all the paperwork by the time you know they hook me up to the iv and like put the monitor on my belly one is to monitor the baby's um heart rate and the other one's to monitor the movements so once they did all that i'm just laying down my boyfriend's tired so i'm like go to bed so he's laying down on the little recliner chair they had there and um i'm like all right like this is it, we're doing it. So my doctor comes in and he tries to break my water. He tells me, he was like, listen, before we get you induced, before we start you on the Pitocin, let me see first if I could break your water and we do this naturally. If not, then you know, we'll go ahead and get this started. So I'm like, okay. So I kid you not guys, like he had like a little, I don't even know, it was like a glove or something on his pointer finger that had like a little hook. So when he went and, you know, put his fingers down there to try to break my water, I like felt it and my son pushed away. So weird, but he did. And the doctor was like, okay, well, he's not ready to come out. We're gonna have to, you know, put it on Pitocin because once he like tried to swipe his finger to like pop it um, to break my water, it just didn't work. So he was like, you know what? Um, let's not even force it. We'll just do the Pitocin. So I had a nurse come in literally every like 20 minutes, maybe even every 10 minutes to up the dosage on my Pitocin. And she just kept coming in and coming in like, hey, I'm sorry. I got to up it again. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Damn. Like, how many times you going to up it? This shit is really hitting me. So the contractions, you know, they are, um, they're back to back, back to back, but they're not hurting me. They feel like just pressure, just period pains. They're not hurting me at all. So, um, this probably went on up until like three o'clock. So from eight to three, I was having like mild contractions. Like honestly, as soon as they put the, started the Pitocin, they happened almost instantly. And, um, you know, it was just going from there. So... I have all these things going on in my head. I'm just like, oh my God, like this shit is crazy. I'm really about to have this baby, like whatever. So it's like around 2.30, 3 o'clock. I did dilate a little more. So my doctor was like, all right, let's see um, about breaking your water this time. Yo, I thought I knew what the contractions were. I was like, oh, I got this, I got this, honey. Let me tell you, the moment they break your water, them contractions, yo, they come like, I don't even know. It, 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 I don't even know, man. That force was crazy. So he broke my water. And I don't know what I was expecting to feel or anything like that when my water broke. But I certainly wasn't expecting this. Like, whenever he broke my water, it was just like a gush of like, warmth like it was so hot down there and i mean obviously i mean i don't know i don't know what i was thinking i wasn't expecting it to be cold i don't know it was just so nasty and hot and i was just like ew <laughs> i was i was so disgusted like can you clean this off of me like i think i said that so i was like can y'all wipe me off like this is nasty and so um whatever the nurse started laughing and she wiped me off and i was still able to get up use the bathroom do whatever because i didn't have an epidural so at this point i'm like five centimeters and my water is broken and these contractions oh my god like 
I probably had, without even exaggerating, I probably had like a 30 second to one minute window per contraction. And then it was just hitting me back to back to back to back. Like it was just, oh man, I'm telling you, yo, that shit was something crazy. I was just in so much pain and I didn't, my body didn't get no rest. And I knew that I was going to overdo it and my body was going to give up because of how strong the contractions were. And I was just like, Lord, have mercy on me, please, because this is too much. So my boyfriend's trying to calm me down. I'm shaking. I'm crying. Like, I'm like, yo, this shit is like, this is OD. But I mean, honestly, I wasn't really crying that much though, but I was still like, you know, like tearing up and stuff like, yo, this shit really hurts, you know? So, um, I was about to be nine centimeters. I was eight and a half when I called the nurse for the epidural because I just couldn't take it no more. But by the time the anesthesiologist came, I was nine centimeters. And, you know, my doctor now, he, he retired, which I wish he was still here. But honestly, like, what an ass. Like, why would you tell me? Oh, yeah, you know what? We allow it up into nine centimeters, you know, for you to have, have the epidural. Why would you tell me to get it? Like, I could get it as late as possible if you know that it's not going to work. Like, listen, I always, you know, I've always said my first kid, I would love to experience everything, like every pain, every single thing possible. But I still wanted to sign for the epidural just in case if I changed my mind, which I did. Thank God. Yeah. This, first of all, okay. So when let's, whenever they was putting the epidural in, right, I had to lean forward and I was like holding my boyfriend and um, the anesthesiologist, you know, they wiped me down. They, um, I think they used like iodine or whatever to make sure they really clean the area and stuff. And they put it right on your lower back or your the middle part of your back. And they didn't tell me that there was like a little window um, and I, I don't know. I think they have to wait until the contraction is over in order for them to be able to put it through because if not, it's going to hurt even more, but I don't know. Like I didn't have a break. So he was kind of like, Oh my God, like they're really hitting you. And they, there's like a monitor that monitors the contraction strength and it goes from zero to a hundred. My contractions hit 98. That was the highest that it's hit. And they were just like, yo, like she was in pain. Like when I tell you my whole body was shaking. Like you would have thought I went into like shock. My body was shaking. I'm like, my boyfriend just, I couldn't hold him no more. So the nurse took over and she was like trying to like tell me like, you have to relax. If not, we can't put this in. And I'm like, I can't help it. I've never felt this pain before. Like I'm in so much pain. Like the pain was so agonizing. I just, oh my goodness. It was just, it was very painful. So finally we caught a break and he was able to put the epidural in and I laid right back down, still in pain because it doesn't hit immediately, you know? So I laid back down and I guess I laid the wrong way and my baby's heart rate dropped. Okay. His heart rate dropped. So they sat me right back up and made sure, you know, everything was okay. And it was, so I just, I laid the wrong way, I guess. So that was scary. <laughs> so, Okay. Long story short, for right now, the epidural failed me. <laughs> it did not work, but it worked for about an hour. And I'm very, very, very grateful for that hour. And the next time I have a baby, if I decide to have another one, I'm getting that epidural like as soon as I can, like the earliest possible, because since it didn't work, I felt everything. I'm talking about 
everything every everything so an hour passes and at first I was like, oh yes, like I don't feel shit. My boyfriend's like, do you feel that? I was like, no. And then I looked back and I was having a contraction, but I didn't feel nothing, you know? I was like, yes. Then um, I tried to take like a little nap and it didn't work, but I guess I must have dozed off for a second because I woke up and I was in agonizing pain all over again. Like I, I was just, I felt the baby right there. Like I guess crowning, I, I was ready to push. I was in so much pain. So I buzz for the nurse. She comes in and I'm telling her, can somebody please check me? I'm in a lot of pain. Um, I don't think the epidural is working. I, I feel like I have to push. And she's like, oh, just, just fight the feeling, honey. I'll go ahead and I'll get the doctor. Mind you, she doesn't know that the epidural is not working for me. I know. My boyfriend knows I'm like complaining about it. Like I'm in so much pain. So she's like, she's going to go and get the doctor. She leaves. 10 minutes later, nobody came and I'm like, I'm at my peak. I'm, I feel like I'm dying. I'm in a lot of pain. I'm ready to push. And how are you going to tell me to fight the urge to push when my body is ready? So I asked my boyfriend, I was like, can you please check me? Like, I, I feel like the baby's right there. He's like, no, no, let's just um, push the buzzer. I'm going to call that. I was like, please check me, check me, check me. He wouldn't check me. And so a couple of minutes later passed by and I'm like, Trey, the, I'm about to have this baby on the floor. Please go get the doctor. And he was like, and mind you, I did not curse at him not one time. Okay, the whole time we were there, I didn't curse at him. But as soon as he said, oh, just press the buzzer, I was like, go outside and get the fucking doctor or I'm pushing this baby out right here. Like, that's how I was. You know what I mean? Like, I was in so much pain. I had to push. I knew he was right there. So, um... My bro, my boyfriend like runs out the room, gets the doctor, and the doctor comes in, and he like kind of comes in like all smug, like thinking I'm exaggerating because he doesn't know that um, the epidural didn't work anymore. So he's thinking he's just gonna check me to see if I'm 10 centimeters. Mind you, when I got that epidural, I was eight and a half, like just hitting nine by the time they put it in me. So. I only had like about an hour, you know, or I don't know, I never had a baby, but it only took about an hour for me to go to 10 centimeters and I was just like, I was ready. So the doctor comes in and he thinks he's just gonna lift my gown up and check me. No, absolutely not. He lifted my gown up and was like, oh my God. He he was literally just in his, like his scrubs. He didn't have like a little gown over him or anything. All they did was put my feet up in like, I don't know what it's called, the stirrups or whatever. They put my feet up in like the little footrest or whatever. And I had, his, uh, he was like, all right, let's go. Like he put gloves on and he, I was pushing. Like it was so crazy because I knew the baby was right there. Like literally his head was right there. You know what I mean? Like you could see his hair, like his head was right there. So I'm pushing and I, I only pushed for 15 minutes. And they said that was awesome because my first time, 15 minutes, the baby was out, you know. But I was like apologizing to everyone. Like I was just, oh my God, I'm sorry. I can't do it. I can't do it. And yo, the nurses and the doctor and my boyfriend, yo, they was like, 
they was the best freaking team i swear they was like no you got this you like so supportive like you got this just keep pushing don't give up don't give up blah 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 but i'm telling you my body wanted to give up i i couldn't do it no more like i could not do it and then finally like i'm watching everything through the mirror you can opt in to have the mirror above you or you don't have to you know have it up there but i wanted to see everything and it was just my boyfriend and I, you know, in the room with the doctors and stuff. We didn't have anybody inside with us. So my boyfriend's holding my leg and I'm like trying to push and trying to push. First of all, I pushed so hard. I popped my IV out <laughs> and they had to put a shot in my butt. Like, I don't know what was going on, but I was just, oh my God, it was such agonizing pain feeling a baby come out. So I see his head pop out and I honestly I think that's the only part that really hurts the most because his his shoulders and his body like I felt everything just like wiggle out and it was so nasty it was like so nasty but I'm like looking in the mirror and I push his his head out and my boyfriend's crying and everybody's just cheering me on and I'm just like if y'all only could have seen my face I'm looking at this mirror with like just shock I don't even want to say disgust because I wasn't disgusted like that was my baby but I was just like in shock like oh my god I just pushed this out like so then um you know I pushed him out completely like I said my boyfriend is just crying so happy and then they put my son on um, my chest and we had skin to skin for a while and so he didn't um, I didn't need stitches. However, my son did scratch me. So um, the doctor just wanted to put a stitch there, you know, just in case. And like I said, the doctor didn't know that the epidural failed me. So whenever he like was putting the needle, I jumped and he was like, oh my God, can you feel that? And I was like, yeah, the epidural didn't work. He was like, oh my God, you poor thing. So then he like, I don't know, they sprayed some numbing shit down there and I didn't feel shit. I didn't feel nothing. And so he started stitching me and I'm watching him. I'm like, ew, like, this is disgusting. Actually, before that, you have to pass, like, the placenta, which technically you still have to keep pushing. But he was, like, pushing on my stomach and, like, pulling it a little bit with the umbilical cord. And I was just like, ew. And he was like, stop watching me. Watch the baby. And I'm like, ew, this is disgusting. It was just crazy. So everybody's crying. Like, my boyfriend's crying. The nurses are just, like, in awe how cute my son is and blah, blah, blah. And how, like... You know, they were just like, oh, you did amazing. I'm so proud of you. Like, they were awesome. I didn't cry. I held my son in my arms and I was very just, I was, I was just in shock still. I didn't cry. My boyfriend's still crying. Let me tell you something about this boy. My man has been crying since we, since like I popped the baby out in like two weeks after when we were already home. Like it was, the, that man went through some type of shock because he was crying and I, I, I didn't cry at all. Like even when we got home, I didn't cry. Like, I guess it just didn't really hit me. You know what I mean? Like the hospital being there with my son, it was just amazing. I was just like, I was still in a state of shock and just like, oh my God, I just had my baby that it didn't hit me. Like the emotions didn't come to me, but yeah, let me tell you. The next time, like I said, I ever decide to have a baby, I'm definitely getting the epidural, like, as soon as I feel contractions. Like, no, give it to me right now, because I already did it with my first one. And if I would have known that the epidural wasn't going to work, I would have never got it in the first place. But, you know, you live and you learn. But my son, he is 
two years old. He's two and a half. So in January, he'll be three and he'll be starting school. And I'm just like, oh my goodness. I don't know. But I'm really, really looking forward to hearing all um, your stories out there, your birth stories. I love hearing people's birth stories and their pregnancy experiences. Um, I was the type of mom that I was always on YouTube, always on Google, Pinterest, like any little thing possible, just getting information and seeing like, all right, what's going to happen when I'm in the hospital? What's going to happen here? What's gonna, what, what do I do now? What, how do I pack? So um, I was just always that person. But I just always wanted to share my birth story, my experience. And yeah, I, I hope you guys liked it. I'm pretty sure it was a little a little out there, a little nasty. But that's what happens. Like birth is not, you know, you're not birthing sprinkles and fucking unicorns and shit. Like you're popping out a baby. Of course, it's going to be messy, but it's so beautiful. And just the fact that you're able to, to, to first see, to look with your eyes, the life that you created, like you literally, yeah, the men help, of course, because they're the ones that put the baby in you, but your body is the one that takes it and makes it what it is. Like women are truly, I feel like majestic beings. Like we are amazing. Like God chose us to be able to have babies. You know what I mean? Like, not everybody can say that. So, like I said, I just wanted to put my little birth story out there. And um, I'm very, very curious and interested as hell to to hear um, the feedback. And, you know, if y'all got any birth stories that y'all want to share, let me know. Hit me up. You guys already know on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. I got you and we could figure something out. But I'm so curious to hear just anybody else's experience, you know. So I hope you mamas liked it. Bye, guys.